Welcome to the Vital Done Podcast for Thursday, July 6th. U.S. equity futures are down across the board, so the major indices are off 45 basis points. That works out to 20 S&P points, 160 Dow points, and 68 NASDAQ points. In Europe, you have the major indices down about 1.3 to 1.5%, so very heavy selling in Europe. All the major subgroups are participating in the slump. You really don't have any major subgroups that are seeing outright gains. Underperformance in luxury, basic resources, chemicals, and real estate. Some of the traditional safe haven groups are outperforming on a relative basis, but like I said, there isn't anything that is green in Europe. And then Asia was red across the board for the most part. It uh, is seeing modest gains, but you had the Hang Seng slump 3%. Shanghai Comp fell 54 basis points, and then the Nikkei dropped 1.7%. So I wouldn't spend a whole lot of time looking for a reason for today's sell-off. There isn't one. Um, you know, the wires are kind of circling back to the last few days to concoct the narrative. So, you know, hawkish Fed minutes, quote-unquote, um, U.S.-China tensions, quote-unquote, are being cited for the slump. Those are just excuses. Um, you know, the minutes were hawkish, but they were no more hawkish than what Powell has been saying now for, you know, the last several weeks, including his two testimonies before the House and Senate a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, everyone at the Fed seems to be penciling in at least one more hike. The market's been pricing in another 33 basis points of funds rate increases. You haven't seen any change in Fed tightening expectations since those minutes hit. So, you know, I wouldn't, um, I, I would caution anyone from kind of just, you know, tying headlines in the last 12, 18 hours to the price action. I really don't think there is anything that occurred since then that's causing today's slump. I think Instead, what's really happening is, you know, stocks are just, you you have a tired market. You've had a huge rally now for several months. Positioning is not as favorable in terms of sentiment. Um, technical factors are not as favorable in terms of sentiment and positioning. Um, you're kind of in this, um, you're in this area where there is not a lot of, um, of news flow right now. I think we're kind of on the cusp of, of the Q2 earnings season. Remember, if you circle back, the Q1 earnings season was the main driver of this months-long rally we've seen. Um, but the setup into the Q2 season is not as favorable, not really because of anything fundamental, uh, but again, just kind of the setup for the market. So valuations are more expensive, expectations have risen as far as earnings are concerned. The bar is just not as low as it was um, back in April when you had you know a lot of hysterical calls for hard landings. Um, and some very draconian EPS forecasts for this year. Um, I think the extreme bear case has been disproven. And therefore, um, again, the bar is just not as low as it was. So the setup into earnings isn't as favorable. Stocks are more expensive. They've risen a lot, et cetera, et cetera. So we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Um, but I really don't think there's any kind of headline that's driving today's price action. It's more of just an accumulation of, of a lot of different things. Um, so again, no real major macro headlines to point out. Uh, Yellen just landed in Beijing as expected. So this is her, um, you know, she'll be there for the next few days holding talks. There is not expected to be any major breakthrough in the relationship. Um, as far as the China restrictions that they imposed several days ago on the exporting of certain semiconductor metals, not positive, but again, it doesn't really change much. You've had several semiconductor companies come out in the last couple of hours, including Taiwan Semi, Microchip, and XPI, all saying it will not have a material effect on their business. I suspect most major semiconductor companies will say the same. 
no major economic numbers out this morning, no big central bank headlines. Um, and again, as far as the Fed is concerned, the, the message from the minutes was very much what Powell has been talking about. So no change on Fed tightening expectations. On today's calendar, we get two important economic numbers at 10 a.m. with the JOLTS report for May and then the June services ISM. And then tomorrow you get the Friday jobs report. And then as we look into next week, you get the CPI on Wednesday. Um, and I, you know, as far as inflation is concerned, I think you are going to see an intensification of disinflation, which is bullish. That's favorable um, from a macro perspective. And so the CPI next week is expected to drop all the way down to 3% on the headline. So versus plus 4% in May. Um, you know, but I've, I think the focus again is kind of shifting to earnings away from the macro backdrop. Um, and we get the earnings, the earnings season kicks off next Friday with the banks. And then you also have a very important um, Fed speaker this coming Monday, um, Fed Vice Chair Barr, who is in charge of a lot of the bank regulatory items, will be holding a fireside chat on Monday, uh, and he could reveal um, important details about the upcoming changes to bank capital and supervisory rules. So that's definitely something to watch. And that is pretty much everything for today, Thursday, July 6th. Thank you, everyone, for listening.